Ray Parker Jr. with Ghostbusters, number one on the Billboard charts on August 21st, 1984, the day I was born. I looked. I didn't have one on mine. Michael Jackson was like 23rd. There wasn't a number not one. On song. Oh, it was the, there was one on the 20th and one on the 23rd. Yeah, it's not the exact well, day. Yeah, yeah so what was on the 20th? The 20th? I don't remember what that one was because it was... was I don't even know one? who it was. But we didn't pull it for audio. All the no, I know. <laughs> but Michael Jackson... Um, Bad? No. Believe it? No. Is that a song? Man in the Mirror? Beat it. No. Beat it. Black or white? Thriller? No. Um, uh, we didn't go through their whole album. Uh, Criminal? Yeah. No. Billie Jean? No. Uh, uh, smooth Criminal? <laughs> no. Uh, what's another one? I don't care. Okay. Are we trying to find out what Jackson was Five? Romans? ABC. One, two, yes, three. Yes, we are. Okay. No, we're not. We're done with it. Anyway, that. Ray Parker Jr., Ghostbusters, 1984, the day I was born. Guys, this hour, we're going to talk to Zach Holmes from the High Society Supper Club. We're going to maybe give you some streaming picks of the week. We've had a, a week, off, a couple weeks off from streaming picks, so uh, hopefully you guys got a little dandy for us. Um, yeah. So, uh, Steve, what are you doing right there? I'm uh, texting with our guests, just uh, lining things up, because that's what I do. You're Craig, a mover and a shaker. I'm a mover and a shaker. shaker. This is what I do. Radio is my life. <laughs> so, guys, I, I, I know he doesn't want to talk about it, but Seth was shaking in his boots outside. Yeah? Because... Oh, I know. Todd just pretty much oh. laid out his entire life. <laughs> yeah, he, did. he didn't lay out my entire life. He, but he, hit, uh, he hit on some things that were shocking. Because he was I shaking. Gave him, I gave him, you can go back and listen to it, I gave him no information. And he talked to you the most, so I feel like that's why he probably got the best read well, from when you. When he said, Who's, who grew up around all the instruments, I just felt that. Because that's what I we I grew like up around instruments. I feel like that's a question that I you mean, get a lot of people I, I grew up around a lot. Yeah, we all looked at each other for the musician because we're I mean, all I did, good. We hated music and we burned books but in my house. Uh, <laughs> Steve Winwood, roll with it. Oh, oh that's, Stevie Winwood's uh, the jam. Roll with it, baby. That's a great song, dude. That's Steve jam. Winwood that's is a great one. That's a good jam. Yeah. Steve, oh, we got Zach on the line. Well, we're going to get to him in just okay, a second. Okay, I'm sorry. I was going to say that Zach is going to be, the, the High Society Supper Club is going to be contributing to That's Mo there. Canacon. Guys, Can't the Missouri Medical wait. Cannabis Conference. Check out MoCanacon.com, October 27th and 28th. It's the first of its kind conference here in Missouri, patient first. Uh, the first day, you are going to get all of the information you can possibly dream of uh, about the medical side of cannabis. Uh, the second day, there's still going to be plenty of that, but also all of your industry questions questions uh, that you might have. There's going to be a ton of industry experts uh, willing to share their knowledge with you, have some conversations. It's all about the networking. The speeches are going to be great, but check out the conversations you're going to have in the hall. We want it filled with half veterans and first responders and half doctors and medical care providers. We want to make this an event for the ages. Uh, We could only take 22 veterans out to Colorado, so we said let's take the conference to the veterans. So that's the idea. If you know anybody who has a kid with autoimmune issues, uh, any kind of sicknesses, and they just don't have any answers, it might behoove them to go to this this conference and get a little bit of it. It will. It yes, will. It will. And the ticket prices are about half of what uh, similar conferences with lesser speaker rotations. I went frankly. to a dinner last night that's the same price as our entire conference. It's amazing. It's going to be two days of great information. With that being said, Zach Holmes and High Society Supper Club is going to be at MoCanicon. we got Zach on the line. We're going to holler at him. What's up, Zach? How you doing, guys? Doing dandy, doing? man. Excellent. Zach, where do you come from? Where? How do you get into this whole thing? I'm always amazed at the people who are in the business. Like, Where where did all this begin for Zach Holmes? 
Oh, well, man, real quick, just uh, I've been a chef for, give or take, about 10 to 12 years now, off and on, because you get burnt a little while, got to take some time off and come back. Sure, sure. <laughs> so during one of those uh, first time off episodes that I needed, I ended up kind of working on a farm in Northern California oh, God for bless a while, you. couple of years. Um, and, I mean, I've always kind of dabbled around in cannabis, you know, growing up in, like, northern Nevada. You're pretty close to everywhere in California. So by the time, you know, you're, you're of age, really, to start working on people's farms and stuff, you just kind of, like, pick it up. Seasonal kind of work where I'm from. So uh, through a few years on trim camp and everything, that kind of just blossomed into me running a 9,000-plant farm in uh, Northern California for two years, me and four guys just humping it out every day, like trying to <laughs> do the Farmer John thing. So You and um, one other guy, yeah. indoor or outdoor? Uh, no, it was four of us, but we had uh, eight greenhouses going. We had just about, give or take, about five miles of drip line running through the whole mm. place. So it was a pretty... Pretty expensive operation uh, to be running with a skeleton crew, but it taught me a lot about organic farming, um, good in gets good out, you know, all of the practices that we were learning from the food side of the world. So I just naturally kind of combined the two, um, and it was right around the time when my sister actually was diagnosed with terminal breast cancer. So Mm. having a room full of, you know, 100 years of oncology expertise tell you, you know, you know just about as much of this type of cancer as we do was a huge wake-up call for our whole family. So we got all proactive and went family unit trying to check out every single new treatment we could and just sort of going through all the options, you know, that were available. And uh, cannabis actually um, helped out the most that we were able to recognize and see. Um, Even the doctors, you know, were kind of asking us what we were doing and that sort of thing. But we just didn't really have enough time with her case specifically anyway. It was a really, really aggressive kind of cancer. Everything was brand new. So, you know, ultimately she ended up losing the battle, but um, ended up kind of shifting gears with it and sort of taking everything that I learned through that process and kind of applying it to, you know, the real world now. Um, So there's a huge market now for everyone eating all organic food. And, you know, the, the top chef has done an amazing kind of, way of being an ambassador for really good food out there for people that wouldn't otherwise get to experience, you know, like a nice high-class fine dining meal, French cuisine, whatever you want to call it. But um, it's really an exciting time, at least here in Denver, because everyone is really embracing the whole, like, fine dining kick with the infusions and stuff. So it naturally is a perfect fit for me and what I'm trying to do right now. Um, I've been here for just about a year. We just did our one-year anniversary for the Supper Club and for my catering company back in July. So everything is off and rolling now. Yeah, thank you, guys. It's fantastic. Uh, It's just been... Yeah, it's been an awesome learning experience overall just because of the people that I've met and all the other industry people that are involved and kind of see the similar vision. Um, You know, everyone just wants essentially like the idea behind everything that we're doing now in the food industry is we all just want people to eat their medicine. So if we can kind of disguise it a little way and like make it look a little bit more fun or a little bit more presentable or something that's a little bit like less basic than a Rice Krispie treat or a gummy bear or something like that, you know, it really opens people's eyes to kind of what's actually truly possible in my industry now. Um, technology and everything is just made leaps and bounds. So, I mean, it's, it's just a kid in a candy store really walking into a dispensary for me and looking at how I want to infuse stuff this time. So that's awesome. I'm excited to see where it's going. 
Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm eventually thinking we're going to do the whole storefront and actual brick and mortar sit down infused restaurant. So oh, everything is on the horizon, kind of moving towards that goal. Uh, we're just sort of waiting on everything legalities and regulatory wise to catch up here. So, um, it's kind of fun, but right now it's just sort of the introductory phase when people are starting to talk like consumption events and that kind of thing. So a really, really good time to be around, for sure. <laughs> Zach, you know, I, I don't have a whole lot of regrets, and when I sit and actually think about what I maybe regret, my, my father got, was diagnosed with terminal peritoneal cancer. It was a cancer inside of a sac inside of his stomach. It was one of those things they would have never found unless his appendix burst or something, and they had to, ha, had to go in. No kind of scans would pick it up. And yeah. he was prescribed, you know, all kinds of anti-nausea meds to get through his chemo and, and things like that. The chemo really wasn't showing. I mean, his intestines were pretty much matted together. My one regret uh, we got, we did get, uh, instead of him taking those anti-nausea, we got, got him to where he was using cannabis, uh, which gave him an appetite again, which definitely gave him some comfort uh, and helped him out along the way. But I think my biggest regret is not uh, seeking out like a high-quality RSO or edible. What can you say for, for we have a lot of fans um, that are constantly asking us questions about CBDs and about just different ways of consuming cannabis. What is it about eating it um, that might be different for someone else than, than say, smoking it? Well, the, the fun and interesting part about this, actually, I'm really glad you touched on that, too. Um, so when I was doing my research, my sister's specific type of breast cancer, when I got to digging through the Internet, um, ended up being the actual first like time that they've actually been able to um, verify that THC in a high enough dose killed an actual tumor cell like more effectively than chemotherapy. Wow, um, so as soon as, as soon as I found that out and I found that study, I showed it to the doctors and they said, yeah, you know, this is this is definitely confirming everything that we've been thinking with this, you know, because her, her genetic markers for her specific kind of cancer, you know, four out of seven of them were brand new. No one ever seen them before. And it was really aggressive. You know, it didn't respond to any kind of therapy or anything. It was called triple negative breast cancer. Um, so... What we did is I was making the trip from Reno, um, where she was at, over the hill to San Francisco once a week to go and pick up uh, syringes of RSO from another dispensary down there called Berkeley Patient Group, which is amazing. Anyone in the Bay Area, if you're ever out there, check it out. (laughs) Um, But they actually had, like, a really wonky policy in place uh, because RSO was kind of in its introductory phase being sold in dispensaries so far. Um, where you could only pick up three syringes per patient a day because they had such a high demand for it. So, you know, essentially I'd be going back over the hill once a day if I was just picking them up, but I would make, like, two-day trips out of it, stay there, pick up what I could and drive it back home, and then five days later I would be back to try to pick up, you know. So that got a little bit tedious, got expensive. Um, I started actually Googling and found a few recipes, but it's funny, uh, RSO, like the guy that made it, Rick Simpson, he actually, puts the, the recipe for how to make it up on his website. I know. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, and it's really, really easy to follow. If you can follow a recipe to make, you know, a cake at home, you can make this stuff. Um, but I would definitely suggest everyone start there, you know, after I kind of figured out that I had a, a friend with some pretty good expertise making extractions and stuff. I sort of shoulder-tapped him for it, and we started making my sister's medication at home. Um, I don't quite recommend that to everyone <laughs> just because you might not have access to the same, you know, friends or equipment and resources and stuff that I did at the time. But it's definitely easy enough to make at home. 
um, and it completely covers every base as far as bioavailability, what your body actually needs and can uptake. It's not too over the top, and it won't make you feel out of your head, spacey, kind of high school high is what I call it, <laughs> like the first time you got stoned kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Um, but the, uh, the thing that people don't normally realize also about THC and CBD, the relationship there is so correlated to, like, your, your mental feeling. So the more CBD that you have in your body, it, it kind of helps counteract the THC. So in my sister's case, um, specifically, she was 86 pounds, you know, and on bed rest and everything. So she was real frail, not a lot of extra energy. Um, everything that we gave her as far as food portions and stuff, I had to know it was manageable and that she could get it down, but it was still enough of what she needed, et cetera. So I really had a really thin margin of error that I kind of had to needle hole <laughs> um, and ended up really kind of getting the whole bioavailability thing down. Um, so normally, like, you can only absorb, I mean, give or take, maybe if you're lucky, 40% of what you put into your body. So with that, you know, you got to take into account a couple other things, too. If it hits your liver, it can be bioconverted and become, you know, five to ten times stronger psychoactively, that kind of thing. So with that in mind, the THC is there to actually, let's say, in, in my sister's case, it's what was killing the tumor more effectively than her chemotherapy treatment, right? Right. Yeah. So the CBD was there to keep her lucid and not have her be completely out of her head stoned all day. You know, because when you're only 86 pounds, it doesn't really take much of anything to do its job. So, for sure, <laughs> her still able to kind of like be able to say goodbye to people if she wanted and visit and that kind of thing. It made all the difference in the world. So that was the biggest restorative part that I saw from it was the fact that it also gave her dignity back. Um, and I was more excited about that and seeing the results immediately from that than anything else. Um, we ended up kind of. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's Rufus. Rufus <laughs> yeah. He's on vacation. The dog's kind of going crazy. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> um, so um, I have a quick question too. Um, kind of switch it up a little bit. Terpenes. Um, I know there's since you're cooking. Um, is there specific terpenes that you like? You know, do you like citrus flavored terpenes more, or like yeah. a darker earthy flavor? For your yeah. Cooking? What's your favorite meal? What do you What do you like to cook? What's What are you passionate about? What's your What's the best dish you got? You know, honestly, I I'm actually really glad you brought this up too because I have kind of had a little brainchild sort of baby that I've always Ooh. sort of massaged and kept going <laughs> my entire time through culinary school and stuff. Go on barbecue sauce. Oh, um, I I love doing slow roasted meat. I love doing like your good, good, good barbecue. You know, eighteen yeah. twenty six hour kind of stuff, that kind of thing. So going. I usually I I enjoy having a beer and visiting and stuff. So don't get me wrong, doing the coursed out meals and fun and everything. But I really enjoy actually just like nice, good summertime barbecue. Oh, you know, God, ribs, yeah. fried chips. Um, all the good stuff like that, you know. Let let all that nice fat do its job. <laughs> oh yeah, we, we do. We do pork steaks. <laughs> yes, we do once a week. And, yeah. You know, I love pork steaks so much. That's a St. Louis it's thing. It's a St. Louis thing. And like, I remember my buddy lives in Venice Beach, and like, he he brought like I don't know six pounds of pork steaks back to have a big barbecue. Oh, good. And people were like, 
what are what is this <laughs> cut of meat? You know, and he's like, that's a pork steak. This is like, this is our, you know, it's, way at home. And know? I could see, like, Craig Craig versus the smoker. Like, the smoker machine, you smoking next to the smoker. <laughs> like, see which one would yeah. does it better. Uh, all right, you're coming yeah, to Moki. And the, uh, the neighbors actually love it when we start smoking up the meat and stuff because oh, it's pretty much. I bet the meat likes it too. The whole neighborhood <laughs> high, though, I'll say that. Like, <laughs> that is <laughs> awesome. We fired up the smoker and we did a bunch of turkey legs and had about an ounce in there with everything. So it <gasps> kind of felt like a party around the whole neighborhood. <laughs> oh, my God. That is awesome. So I just man. took a glimpse into what it is to live the dream. I got it. I know. <laughs> okay, so I, I was. Anyway, Colorado barbecue, baby. Uh, yeah, yeah no you're, doubt. you're in Denver, right? Yeah. All right. So I was looking up our, our smoke clubs. Like, you know, I, I always want a bar. Like, I'd rather people be in there smoking and maybe having a few sips, too. You know what I mean? Like, I'd like to be able to smoke in public. I know we went to Colorado Springs. They had one spot that was kind of where it was allowed but not allowed. Are smoking, like, uh, little cafes or whatever you want to call them, are they, uh, do they happen? Like, would you have a problem serving a restaurant that served edibles that you could eat on the property? You know, that's, that's the funny thing right now. Um, so the way, I mean, obviously the bureaucracy takes time to catch up with everything. Sure. So you're going to have you're gonna have people like me that try to figure out a way to make it work. And I got lucky enough when I first moved here where I got to sit down with the chief marijuana compliance officer for the city of Denver. So I, I was very, very fortunate. <laughs> Not everybody kind of gets the situational luck that I did when I first started out here. So sure. I got to run every single hypothetical situation oh. by the people that matter before nice. it happened nice. and it was a problem. So I got lucky, um, and we've kind of been operating in more or less like a private sort of party gray area, I guess. Like the way that the law is written right now, you can't consume anywhere publicly. Yeah. So... For us to do a private event somewhere, we pretty much, like, shut down a bar. Um, gotcha. I usually try to stay away from anywhere that has a liquor license right now just because I don't want to, like, bring unnecessary heat down on someone getting looked at for having both, like, liquor and cannabis at a, at a specific event. Because yeah. normally it wouldn't matter anywhere, you know, but oh, yeah. everyone wants their tax dollars and everyone wants permits and stuff, so... It is what it is. It's a necessary evil. Um, but it's funny because I actually just was approached uh, about two weeks ago. Um, there's a group here in Denver that's called The Grove um, that's going to be a couple of us, like kind of cannabis-friendly businesses and event services and stuff like that. A bakery, I believe, um, doing like wedding cakes and stuff. So cool. we're all going to kind of band together. And sort of do like a little kind of mini collective, I guess, if you want to call it that. We're like a shared workspace. Um, but we all kind of dabble in the same sort of events and consumption and stuff. So um, if I get my way, then everything is going to start shifting over, at least in our portion of the building, to setting up a CBD restaurant and brick and mortar spot. Um, oh, and then that way we'll be everything ready to go, infrastructure in place by the time THC becomes regulated, you know, that kind of thing. So way to do it. I'm just kind of getting sorry. ducks in a row right now, you know. <laughs> is that Now, you guys at, at MoCanicon, you're going to be uh, cooking with uh, CBD, is that correct? Yeah, definitely. We're going to do, um, we've got like a little bit of a brunch scheduled, so yeah. I'm going to do like good pan Purdue and like some real nice kind of brunchy stuff. Yeah. Um, there's an amazing... Wait, did you say pan Purdue? Like I'm supposed to know what pan Purdue is? 
<laughs> Come on, Zach. I'm talking about pork steaks over here, buddy. <laughs> it's a uh, really nice Mother's Day brunch right down to the infused champagne. So. I'm, not, I'm not taking my mom anywhere nice for Mother's Day, Zach. Come on, baby. <laughs> no, okay, so you got you got that going on for brunch. What we got? I think we were coming back here two days. Yeah. Cooking. Yeah, we're going to do a, uh, a brunch for the first day for the doctor crowd and stuff because we're going to have a bunch of medical professionals and everybody the first day. The second day is going to be the industry head like myself, so um, that's when everybody gets to talk about the future of everything and, you know, all the other beneficial money aspects that go behind all this. <laughs> right on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow, some people, and uh, I think we're going to do a little bit of a mixer for some of the other people the first night also just to get some shoulders rubbing and stuff so um yeah it's i'm, I'm looking forward to it man I'm, I'm really excited because everywhere in the south you know i got family in north carolina florida georgia you know it, it's just such a pain for people down there to have to even talk about cbd publicly and stuff so I'm just doing every little bit that I can to try to help break that stigma down as soon as possible. <laughs> Zach, you're the man. We're up Thanks, against man. the break here. Um, you've been awesome. We can't wait to see you at Mo Canicon. Craig and I will be there. I'm sure Roman will be there. We're not too sure about Seth, our producer. He's kind of a jackal. Um, but... I'm but a, I'm uh, veterans going to speak. Oh yeah, they're, oh, you're gonna, they're gonna let you talk. I don't know, maybe, oh, that, maybe not. I wouldn't let, I wouldn't <laughs> let Roman talk that. if that's on. Carried away here. Um, but Zach, we always say, you know, how can we get a hold of you? How can we help you? Our fans, our listener, um, they really want to get involved. Uh, how do we get a hold of you? And if you could leave our audience with something, maybe just some words of wisdom or whatever you got. That's how we usually like to end in interviews, buddy. Sure. Um, yeah, so you guys can feel free to look us up on Facebook at High Society Supper Club Denver um, or online at highsocietysupperclub.com. Um, and I will definitely be looking forward to seeing and meeting everybody that I can if you guys can make it to MoCanicon. Um, I'll be speaking on day two as well about cooking with cannabinoids and terpenes, so come and check that out if you can. And thank you guys so much. Um, and a little bit of parting wisdom. It's the only thing that I can really pull up when I talk about this stuff in public, but it's just eat your medicine. Every single Love person it. out there, if, if we all just kind of started doing this little bit of a maintenance dose of RSO, then the cancer industry as a whole would disappear overnight. Um, and everybody's quality of life would go just that much better. So huge. Google it, look it up, get into it, and eat it all. <laughs> Love it. Eat it all. Love it, baby. That was the message I got on one of my journeys. Thanks a bunch. Thanks, Zach. We'll talk to you soon. Guys, have a good bunch. All right, bye. Man, that was awesome. Two great great interviews. God, we're good at this. We are getting great. We're getting good at this. Oh, 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 where is it? Seth gave up. Seth gave up the horns. Seth, do we have that? Do we have that commercial? Is that what you're doing? Oh, oh, yeah. Lifetime roof. Can we let? Can we let? Can we go with that and let that take us into break, guys? We yeah. might we might have a uh, if integrity is paying attention here we might have uh, a lifetime roofing commercial that uh, I, I just saved to our uh, it is great that, that we love it you will laugh I hope, I, I hope so and <laughs> while you're at it just listen just go to lifetime STL if you need a roof just do it yeah listen to Dustin listen to Rufus they're gonna it's, that's gonna work on this roof and roof in the meantime I'm gonna tell you one more time about the title sponsor. Missouri Medical Cannabis Company, MomedCanco.com. Enter HOSO at checkout, capital H-O, capital S-O. It's that easy. You're going to save 15% off your entire order. Two more orders today. Two more orders today. So listen. Get that 1,000 milligrams. Our second hour is sponsored by the wonderful folks at Lifetime Roofing, and they've got this message for you. 
Roof, roof, roof. Roof, 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 roof. Roof, 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 roofing, 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 lifetime roofing, lifetime roofing and renovation of Webster Groves. We love roofs. Do you need a roof? We got all the roofs. Roof with us, and we'll bring Rufus, the roofing dog. He's one of the top roofing dogs in the St. Louis area, and we'll put him on your job. Call us at 314, or just Google us, actually. Just Google us, and the number's on there. And that's Google, in the Google bar, Lifetime Roofing. Just Google that. Or you can visit our website, lifetimestl.com. Roof, roof, roof. Roof, 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 roof. A little something different for the St. Louis radio world. Who's your sophisticate? With Craig Kohler and Stephen Elgin. Michael Minkin from StopAbductions.com. As we believe that the aliens are, are actually invading and taking people with the purpose of taking control of our society. Aliens are, are mixing our DNA with their DNA to make a new race that is now integrating into our society. Who's your sophisticate? Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. on WGNU. Hi, I'm Jay Ashcroft. Here at the Secretary of State's office, we take the integrity of our elections seriously. Missourians agreed and passed Constitutional Amendment 6. Missouri's new photo ID law is now in effect. Have questions about the new voter ID law or need to register to vote? We're here to help. Visit showittovote.com or call 866-868-3245. Remember, if you're registered to vote, you can vote. Sponsored by the Missouri Secretary of State's office. Hi, I'm Blake with Missouri Medical Cannabis Company. We provide high-quality hemp oil with CBD. Canada Dial is changing people's lives every single day. If you're looking for premium-quality CBD, check us out at momedcanco.com. Try out our 250-milligram blended bottles from just 22 bucks, or the 500 milligrams from 40 or even the 1,000 from just $49.99. If you don't like the taste of oil, try our capsules. Get 30 60-milligram capsules for only 60 bucks. If you need something for your pet, check out our line of pet products online now at momedcanco.com. And as always, we have free shipping to all 50 states. So go now to momedcanco.com. Financial advice you can understand on the Dave Ramsey Show. What is the definition of a millionaire? Well, the definition of a millionaire is someone with a million dollar, a one million dollar or greater net worth. Net worth is defined as what you own minus what you owe. If you sold everything off, paid all your debts, would there be a million dollars or more in a pile? What you own minus what you owe, your assets minus your liabilities. When that equals a million dollars, you're a millionaire. The Dave Ramsey Show, weekdays at 1 p.m. right here on WGN. Hey Hoosiers, Greg Kohler here. With home buying season heating up, be sure to get a quote from a top agency and provider of the number one home insurer in North America. They offer coverage that's second to none. In fact, if your AC goes out, they offer a new endorsement where you can get a replacement from a local HVAC company. Give them a call, 314-961-4800. If you get a machine and you don't talk to a person, we'll give you one of these fine Hoosier sophisticate tees. Just takes one phone call or apply online at carltoninsurance.net. People do business with James because they like and trust him. Just check him out on Google and Facebook. If your insurance is costing you a leg and an arm, then call James Carlton State Farm. Every year, millions of Americans use opioids to manage pain. Pain can be unrelenting, overwhelming, and all-consuming. 
So why do so many of us try to manage pain only from the palm of our hands? Doctor-prescribed opioids are appropriate in some cases, but they just mask the pain. And reliance on opioids has led to the worst drug crisis in American history. That's why the CDC recommends safer alternatives, like physical therapy, to manage pain. Physical therapists treat pain through movement, hands-on care, and patient education. No warning labels required. And by increasing physical activity, you can also reduce your risk of other chronic diseases. Pain is personal, but treating pain takes teamwork. When it comes to your health, you have a choice. Choose more movement and better health. Choose physical therapy. Visit MoveForwardPT.com to find a physical therapist in your area. This message is brought to you by the American Physical Therapy Association. Roof, roof. You know what that sound is. That's Rufus the Roofing Dog from Lifetime Roofing and Renovation. They're former insurance adjusters. They will fly a drone over your house to check to see if you've had any hail damage. Heck, they'll get up there and tell you themselves. They have an office in Webster Groves, and they're looking to help you out. Lifetime Roofing and Renovation, 314-800-0426. Give them a call. Find them online at lifetimestl.com. Hey there, sophisticated Hoosiers. Have you been to our website? Visit HoosierSophisticate.com and listen to our uncensored podcast. Share some laughs with us. Send us fan mail so we can feel warm and special. Buy our merchandise so that we can eat. Wear your Hoosier Sophisticate t-shirt at social gatherings and let the women approach you. Wear it around the office and get that big promotion instead of Ted. That's right. Screw Ted. Ted sucks. That's HoosierSophisticate.com. Have you ever been pressed for time? Rushing to get to that very important meeting with the big guys or trying to beat that grace period at work and finding somewhere to park is nearly impossible? You finally find a parking spot in front of the parking meter and you realize that you didn't bring any change. You happen to look over and see a homeless man sitting on the sidewalk. And for a half second, we immediately assume that the homeless person wants something from us. We snap back to reality as we check all our pockets for change because we don't want to get a parking ticket. Coincidentally, we look over and see the homeless man handing us the exact change we need for the parking meter. My new album, You From The Inside Out, was created to encourage listeners to not judge a book by its cover because sometimes it's the person that we least expect that will be the one that gives us exactly what we need when we need it. View from the Inside Out drops March 19 everywhere. And remember, integrity matters the most when you're by yourself. Thanks for listening. This is Integrity. Follow me everywhere at Integrity Music. Artist? So they know. 
The first one was MJ, mm. obviously. The guy who wrote the song. Who's this? That was Willie. Wait, wait, wait. That's Willie. Willie. There you go. That's definitely Willie. The first one was Diana Ross. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Ooh, who is that? That was Lionel. <laughs> this is Sting. That Michael, uh, Michael Sting. Bolton or Sting? That was not Michael Bolton. <laughs> David Bowie. What? Richard Marks. Kenny. No, Kenny, no, Kenny Rogers. No, no. That was Steve Perry. Kenny Loggins. Bob Dylan's going to come and really make take it to the next level here. No, he's not. He, he runs the whole thing. I think we're just about out of... Yeah. Bob <laughs> Dylan. No, that was uh, uh, Steve Perry and then Kenny Loggins. Wow. That would be, that would be great. Well, tell us that about would, the song, Seth. That what, what's the significance of that song? That was number one the year I was born, May 8th, 1985. USA for Africa. Michael Jackson and Lionel Richie teamed up to write one of the uh, greatest songs ever. It's a really good song. <laughs> no, no. All kidding song. That's a good song. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I, did not picture, song. I did not picture you liking that song. Uh, yeah, me yeah, me yeah, yeah. All those people together. The fact that Seth, Seth murders people to that the, song. The fact that Seth is the person that <laughs> I'm glad that when I came into this world, the number one song was about <laughs> it was every music, all the greatest music they were holding Sydney you up. Hoppers. This is yeah. what happened. Let's put this in perspective. All of the greatest musicians in the world came together to record one song. For and Seth, Seth was Earth. born and music splintered. <laughs> Grunge was born. They were once <laughs> Just a few all together splintered. and then they could not be further apart. No, but it's Huey really Lewis, Lionel Richie, Tina Turner, Kim Carnes, Cindy Lauper, the Pointer Sisters, uh, Stevie Wonder, Johnny Hall. I would love to be David able to play Page? that song. Play that song for somebody that thinks they knows a lot about music, especially that time frame, obviously, and see if they can name each person based on their voice. Because Steve Perry, I almost confused when you said Kenny Loggins. I almost believed you. And I remembered it <laughs> was, was Kenny Steve Loggins Perry. even on it? Yeah, yeah I feel yeah, like he oh. was. <laughs> he was on everything in the 80s. Yeah, I know he was. Um, Footloose. Don't nobody worry about me. You got to give me the fire. He Don't wrote. You just let it be. He wrote. Who do you love? Do it like a diddle Um. They had also Bruce Springsteen. You can't forget him. Dion yeah, Warwick can. and <laughs> Latoya. Children and children. Hold on, hold on. Marlon and Randy Jackson were those the Jackson brothers? Oh, Randy was playing the bass. What about Randy Jackson from American Idol and Journey? Oh, really? Yeah, he was the bassist no, for Journey. Get on. Are you looking at that 2000? I'm looking at the list. I think you're he's looking, looking at the, at the whole version. concert. Dan Aykroyd? You're looking at the Haiti version. No, I'm not. Dan no. Aykroyd, Harry Belafonte. Lindsey Buckingham? Lindsey Buckingham? Bill Gibson? Bob's brother? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, Waylon Jennings? How did he hang out with those guys? Bette Midler. Waylon, oh, Waylon man. Waylon Trammell. Side of the pool, man. Oh, Ray where, Char- where are the children? Hey, Ray Charles, wasn't uh, Stevie Wonder a part of it? Yeah. I don't I see him. He, he doesn't. He didn't and see Paul it either. Simon. Paul Simon's on Paul there? Paul Simon was on everything in the 80s, too. He got diamonds on the shows with shoes. <laughs> Bob Dylan's part was just terrible, but God bless him, he showed up to do it. You know, Bob Dylan wrote a lot of good songs. He wrote a lot of good, but yeah, he couldn't wrote, stand to hear him he sing He wrote anything. a lot of good songs. Hey, Bob Dylan is a man. Is man. Good, 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 good. I like
Do you guys want to hear about that little dinner I went to last night? Yes, I do, actually. Let's do it. It was at uh, the Beehive and Brennan's, okay. um, which Brennan's is the downstairs bar. Okay. Guys, it was... Central West End? Yes. Okay. Right by uh, that sushi place. Okay. What's that? Shoot they didn't fish? Pay for dead fish? Yeah, they didn't pay for okay. Drunken fish. Good point. Good point. Don't say it. Um, <laughs> it's the coolest place I've ever been in St. Louis. Really? Hanging with the coolest people. I was way out of. I, I asked my wife before I went. I was like, do you think I'm overdressed? I was in khaki oh. shorts and a collared shirt. No, you weren't. These khaki shorts, the little ones. <laughs> okay. So I go in, and it's, it's $150 a plate. Well, Luckily, would... Sean from Parlor, Parlor was kind enough to let this vagabond inside for a minute. I'm uh, sure he was so embarrassed. He's like, dude, it's a hundred and a half a plate. I know he and was. Like I could Doug see it in funny. his eyes. I could Did you see just it in tell his me eyes. There to use the bathroom. I used the bathroom three times. I got the worst poops when I was there. No one knows this. <laughs> well, but now everyone knows it. I had the bad case. I'm like, where's Shit, your bathroom? Thing you're talking into. And it's a place that has two bathrooms that are unisex. And I chose the one that was closest to the party. Uh, so while I'm in there, I'm just getting yanked. The door's just getting yanked. <laughs> Someone's going to yank that bolt out of the wall one of these times. They come in You hot. saved it there. It was bad. I just got in there and had to do I can business. allow that just because you said things about bolts. It was bad. Um, but the place is so cool. For $1,500 a year, you get $750 worth of credit, and there's three rooms. You get, like, that- a locker. Yeah, you do to keep your, your cigars. Yeah, cigars or booze in there. Yes, there's yeah. a there's so a humidor. Like there's a few it's places a, like it's that. It's very speakeasy ish, yeah. and they have two rooms that you can go sit in. One's like a hyper VIP, and one's like just a regular one. And oh, the sneaker room. They have all the old classic sneakers. Cool. In they burned all those. <laughs> um, they have those all on display, like Air Force Ones, not Nikes, New Balance Air Force Ones. Um, Air Force Threes. Yes. So, so they Air have this room, and every room has vinyl. If you're listening to music in that place, most likely, it's, most likely it's on That's a record. Cool. It is swank, classy, to the fullest, man. It is the coolest place. And they give you a map when you get there, kind of like Gangs of New York, mm-hmm. where I'm like, oh, okay, this this area is, is called this. This area down here Five is called points. this. Yes, like where everything was close together, but you kind of had to know where you were going. I ended up talking to the staff most of the night. Um because I was dressed you were even worse than that. Yes, them. I was. I was. And I made the, <laughs> Who's the popper? Yeah, the bartender made me feel very welcome, though. I came and I was like, you know, of course I got to walk in and make a joke. Yeah, about how it, much were the drinks? myself. The drinks weren't that expensive. They were it's all on the meal. No. Oh yeah. Okay. So I think it was. I think it was CBD infused food. I don't know. They didn't say anything. But I had like some chicken that I'm was turned. Did the marijuana? I had some chicken <laughs> that was like in a in a like a parfait. I want to say like it was whipped chicken. Don't go around here, savvy. Is Seth in there? Is that what's happening right yeah, now? Seth's in there. Um, <laughs> but it was like a, a souffle. I don't know what you okay. call it. Yeah. But it was like. Chewed up, you know, like it was, it was pre-chewed. Oh, that's the new thing. Why? There's people you can paste them on a chew. Yeah, it's paste. It was like a chicken paste. I didn't care well, for like it. Like a like a pate, pate. Mousse? a chicken maybe mousse, a pate. maybe a mousse. All those are probably right. Like it was, it was a substance that's like. It creamy. wasn't pork steaks, is what you're saying. Not oh, a pork steak inside. And they had little pork rinds, though, little cute pork Ooh, rinds on I there. Presentation dogs. was beautiful. It came in like a glass, like a, a, a tumbler, mm-hmm. and then he ate it out of the tumbler. And then they came with these. Uh, uh, yeah. Came with these. 
talking here? I came with these, these potatoes that came out, and it had like. I was like, no, I don't want one because it had chives on it, and I don't like oh. onion taste. Oh, get over yourself. I know. I don't like to burp it up. What? God. And so then they had uh, pate or caviar. Caviar. They had caviar on oh, it. Nice. So I said, you know what? <laughs> little South City Hoosier boy is going to have himself some caviar. Give me the beluga. I put it in my mouth, and I'm like, nope, bad decision. But you're in one of those places where you're like, Eat I got to pee. Like Tom Hanks and Big? Yes. You pulled the yeah. Tom Hanks No, no, no. Big. I ate it. I had to eat it, yes, dude, but very similar, very similar to Tom Hanks and Big in it. I was big in it, except I didn't have the tuxedo. I should have wore the, tux- the white yeah, tuxedo always, like him. Yeah, always, you can't be overdressed. Yeah, you can. You cannot. I used to be that guy. Own that. Own that. If you I owned it, what I was wearing. If you own it, yeah, you can't be I mean, Barney, Barney Stinson. Man. Thank you. What does that mean? I'm pro Oh, okay. Okay, so I think I was memorable, though. You know what I mean? To all the people. Oh, in you're unforgettable. Too. That's what you are. And so I, I think that went well. But I did have a bad case of diarrhea when I was there, dude. I felt so bad because I kept What's disappearing. What's happening to the show? John Payne and the guy who runs Belief, I'm blanking on the name right now, That's gave just nice impression. Gave some great you were speeches. Though. I was, Craig. I was dressed like an idiot. And the bartender was like, no, you should not feel unwelcome here. Because I went up to her and I was like, I shouldn't be here right now. And when I leave, come together like butt cheeks. <laughs> I don't belong. But you guys are just encouraging him with your laughing, okay? But it was an awesome, it was an event for a New Approach and Amendment 2. And Good by, by God, if, yeah, yeah. Not bad. Yeah, not bad. Maybe 20, 30, maybe 40 people tops. It's hard It's hard to tell. It was a private party, but there were also all those different rooms. A lot of industry people? Yes. I mean, Are people looking oh, forward to the industry? All, like potential investors? All industry people from Missouri. Anheuser? No, but we we got some big news. We might have him on the show yeah. next week. We have, we have reached out to Adolphus Bush V, um, and I believe we're going to have him next week for an interview. Um Six thirty p.m. next week, uh, because and when InBev took over AB, uh, because of nepotism laws uh, in the in the company's bylaws, he could not um, buy into the company business. He couldn't get into the beer business. We need so to have him help he's us. turned his sights to We're cannabis, and he's got, a, he's got a yeah, like disposable pen yep. company out in uh, Denver. It's I called AB. ABV pens, I believe. I think that's something. Yeah, that may make be. the best beer. So we're going to talk. We're going to talk to him uh, next week. That would be awesome, Steve. Yeah. You know something? Yeah. <laughs> we like movies. <laughs> so do you. We like internet. So do you. It's the next stream picks a week. It's the stream and picks of the week. It's the stream picked up the week. We like the internet too. That's guy. We're guys. Let's get Seth out of the room. <laughs> Just kidding. I love that guy. Hey, what are you watching? Oh, I've been all over Ozark, and I know we talked about it before too, the show. Baby. But no, how can... awesome is Ozark? Man? Ozark is how awesome? Phenomenal. Um, I had really been anticipating that coming back. Netflix is just—they're on point with their original Ooh. programming. They're so good. Oh, um, baby. It was so funny, man. I watched the first episode with Miss a couple weeks ago. And uh, and then, like, she fell asleep right at the very end. And so I was like, well, I'm not going to watch the second episode without her. So I, like, go to bed. She's like, I'm going to sleep out here. I wake up. She's got, like, 
two pots of coffee. Oh, it's a show that will keep you is, on the edge. She is deep in Ozark. It's like 4.30 or 5 in the morning. I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, I worked ahead. I worked, she was like, eight, <laughs> worked she was like eight episodes in, and I was like, oh. So it took me a minute to, to You can get lost in that world, though, Very man. Easy, man. Very easy. For our listeners. Jason Bateman is phenomenal. I love Jason. Phenomenal. What's it about? What's it about, right, Greg? What so would you say it's about? Jason Bateman is a, a money launderer. Um, he's, they, he and his family are kind of on the run from Chicago. They settle on Lake of the Ozarks, um, and they start finding all of these, you know, failing businesses. He launders for he the can, second biggest cartel in right, Mexico. Yeah, huge cartel laundering, and um, yeah, it starts buying up businesses to wash these guys' money in the Ozarks. Gets caught up with a local family that is Langmore, dude. No, well, Langmore's too, but then the Snells. Oh, and, and Jacob Snell is maybe one of my favorite my characters. Favorite. In in all of and are you finished yet? No, I'm on. <laughs> you'll know when I'm done, Craig. Okay, you'll know when I'm done. Oh. I, I'm just I, with the show. I'm on season or on season two, episode four. Oh, there's baby. and there's ten, ten per two seasons. I think you are I believe. about to go for a ride. Oh, I can't wait. You just learned me about uh, those Chris Clark, Chris Crossbow, Chris Craft. Chris Craft boats. Oh yeah. my god, They're super cool! It gets into Missouri politics this season. Yeah, they cover like right to work. They, it's they crazy. Talk about a lot of different stuff. Uh, the whole casino thing. Uh, Is that true about Missouri being the only state in the union that you can donate as much money as you want? I didn't um, fact check that. Um, got t-shirts that are uh, on, on the thing. Yes. <laughs> yes. There we go. We found a good one there. Finally, jeez. <laughs> Uh, but the, the cinematography. Does Bateman direct? I don't. I think he, he directed. I think he produces it. Maybe he directed the the finale of the first season. The finale of the first He's season. Brilliant man. And I'll tell you what. The, the little girl that plays Ruth Langmore. I is, love her. She's fantastic. She's all really the characters. Fantastic. All the character develop development is yeah. superb. On par with the best shows in all of the land. I. I it's 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 good, man. Like, uh, did you ever watch Breaking Bad? Yes, yes, we finally got around to Breaking yeah, Bad. Yeah, so Breaking Bad, it's, it's very similar to Breaking Bad. Yeah. Uh, instead of cooking meth, he's washing money. Um, it's darker, though. It is dark. Well, just the way that it's shot in the yes. score. Yes. The score yes. is magnificent. And, of oh. course, it's uncensored, you know, being on Netflix. So, um, But, yeah, it's, it's same vein. It's, it's awesome, man. If you haven't checked out Ozark on Netflix yet, strap in. It's a... Good time. It's really awesome. Roman, you watching anything? Uh, I just recently watched Deadpool 2 finally. And oh, great so good. Enjoyed great the heck out flick. of it. I wish I'll it was that. two hours longer I wish after it was ending. The, dude, the part Ryan where he's Reynolds, on the couch is amazing with his little legs. It's maddening how how talented <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is. He is... He might be the funniest person in Hollywood. Doesn't he just play the same guy over and over, I don't though? Care. Like, it's I Dan think, Wilder. I think, I it think, is. Deadpool is Dan Wilder. I think it's him. And he's great. And oh, he stole the suit and everything. Apparently, Dude, like he became, incredible. he goes out to uh, <laughs> settle down over there. And crazy. He's incredible. <laughs> he even plays tricks on the other actors, like Spider Man and stuff. He'll play tricks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but that it did play for Facebook land though, so that's nice. Deadpool two is fun. It's a family movie. <laughs> Deadpool one. Dude, my son I, will watch I, it. I, well, my. <laughs> He's eight. My kids can't watch it. No, no. But man, Landon wants to so bad, and he like ever since he's in the theaters. I'm like, son, listen. I saw it. I previewed it, and normally, you know, superhero <laughs> movie if it's a little violent or whatever, yeah. whatever. It's yeah, superhero. It's fine. I came back and I was like, uh, nope, not for you. Nope. <laughs> you can't you... watch that one yet. You nope. can't watch that one yet. But when you learn why International Women's Day is so awesome, then you can watch it. Okay. Remember that from Deadpool one. 
No, I don't. And I didn't memorize the they, movie. They celebrate all of the holidays around the calendar. Uh uh-uh. uh. No. Wow, I'll rewatch it because I actually want to rewatch them. I'll rewatch both. That's of them. The first, I like the second one better than the first. Uh, well, you know what's funny is, is his I, girlfriend or wife. When oh, I was standing in line, did we go see? I thought did we go see it together in the theaters? Did we? It was me and my buddy Ricky. That's who it was. Me oh, I love Pennington. Ricky. God, I love me that guy. Me and old guy. Ricky Pennington. We went and, dude, this guy's standing in line and he's like, it's better than the first. And I'm like, that's eh, a tall order. Yeah. That's I was like, please don't do that. Don't. Yeah. And I came out and I was like, mm, it might be. Good. It Good. might be. Good. Yeah, Deadpool 2 is great. Hey, I got another one, though. Uh, trailer Park Boys. Always. You started? The softball Always. team. The softball team. They said, Seth Steve, this is right up. up your alley. Yes, sir. Uh, I've been trying oh, to tell you. Leahy's gone. Though. My. That was, God, I know. I'm, I'm sad about Leahy being dead now. That was me and my dad's jam. I know. He was, he was amazing. Him and Randy being gay together <laughs> is the funniest thing ever. Randy. And everything is F off. Like, yeah. everything ends it's in Bubbles. Bubbles is sneaky hilarious. Oh, dude. Bubbles is probably Bubbles my favorite character. The show. See, at the beginning, he doesn't. He doesn't get introduced right. for a while. Right. And they don't it's give him Ricky. real. It's all Ricky and Julian. Yes. And finally, they start giving him more, more parts. And the one person goes, hey, buddy, I don't know. Can, can you read? And he goes, well, I don't know. Can you F off? <laughs> I died in oh, my house. Some people selling Bibles. It was dead dead. Yeah, people yes, selling Bibles. it was the Bible. <laughs> Why did it? Well, you because. You put a finger in here. Well, it's that time. Oh. So I want to take Already. a minute to yeah. go through all of our sponsors. Sit right there. Make all of this happen for us. Nate. Blake Bell at the Missouri Medical Won't Cannabis Company. MoMedCanCo.com. Enter Hoso at checkout. Get 15% off your whole order site-wide. Safe James money. Carlton State Farm, they brought you the first hour. Insurance. Guys, that was some really good content. Todd Siegel was phenomenal. Psychic. Check him out. ToddSiegelPsychic.com. He knows. The second hour was brought by my roofinous roofing friend. Roof Roof. All the guys over at Lifetime Roofing. Check out Lifetime STL. Roof, 314. Crazy. Roof Roof. You know what? He says it just Google. Google it. Lifetime Roofing and Renovation. They made this whole second hour happen. Guys, check out MoCanicon. If you know some people that might need some help, need some medicine, need some knowledge about the medicine, get them a ticket to this event. It's our old song. going to be nothing like it. We're watching the wheels tonight, boys. It's our old song. Thanks, everybody, for joining us on Who's Fist Get Here on WG. Zach, Zach Make sure Holmes. to check out our merch merchandise uh, oh, on, the, on the website. Uh, we're going to be down at the Spanish Society partying at the uh, picnic tomorrow. Thanks uh, thanks for coming out. Thank again for Zach Holmes from the High Society Supper Club. He's going to be at MoCanicon. Make sure you get out there. Leave us with some words, Craig. Leave us with some words tonight, man. We always ask our guests to do it. Leave I'm us put, with some words. I'm, having, words I'm putting you wisdom. on the spot. Yeah. Ooh. Well. And cue up 10,000 words for Lord's sake. That was an old show. <laughs> integrity matters most. Integrity matters most from our man Integrity. Okay, I like that. Let's do it. I hope that I hope you find the sun shining on you wherever you may be. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. Good night, St. Louis. from ruin